thank you, praise you, and exalt you. Because truly, you're wonderful. You're marvelous. You're the Prince of Peace. You're the Everlasting Father. We thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for the ministry of music. And thank you for the ministry of your word. Comfort and strengthen. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, say amen. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Come on now. Hallelujah. 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 If any man asks you about the hope that's in you, you need to readily talk about Jesus. Never steal glory from the Lord. I haven't seen you in years. You look good, Jesus. How are your children, Jesus? Because when we put him first, he puts us first. Do I have a witness? And the truth of the matter is, you're not lying because we can do nothing without him. We give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to my co-laborers in the gospel, to my brothers and sisters in Christ, those of you that are here and by the TV audience, we are just blessed to be in this place. And we have to learn two things. One, that this may be our last worship service down here. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have to be old to die. And the second thing is, our life and times are in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. This morning, on this abbreviated Sunday of communion, I want to turn your attention to a familiar passage of Scripture, Daniel chapter 3, Daniel chapter 3, amen, Daniel 3, and I'm going to talk about a renewed faith in the fire, a renewed faith in the fire, and whatever you do, don't go in the fire unless you have faith, a renewed faith in the fire. Mm. There's two pieces of two verses, two parts of two verses I want to look at. First one is 15C or D. I didn't count the amount of sentences here, but in verse 15 at the end, it says, after the semicolon, and who is that God that shall deliver you out of 
my hands. And then verse 25, he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. I want to build something around these two verses and you will not understand verse 15 I'm, I'm trying to do some teaching now if you don't understand who Nebuchadnezzar represents when Nebuchadnezzar says and who is that God he's speaking as Satan Because Nebuchadnezzar's image is a representation of the Antichrist. So the way we want to interpret this today is Satan saying to you, and who is that God who will deliver you out of my hands? And then on verse 25, those that were bound in verse 21 is loosed in verse 25. And those that were bound in the fire are loose with no hurt. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna look at this. I, 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 I believe somebody's going to get some help this morning. The suffering of the saints <clears throat> is always associated, connected to a design, a development, and ultimately a deliverance by Almighty God. That means all of your suffering and all of my suffering is calculated. There are no accidents. That when we go into fire, God has already measured out the fire so that it doesn't harm you, but it helps you. And God has already put a timetable on how long you and I are going to be in the fire. Do I have a witness? And, and, and Christian suffering is something that we really don't like to talk about because if you listen to some churches, some denominations, some saints, they never suffer. Everything is a mountaintop experience. Everything is joy and everything is jubilation. But Jesus said, in this life, you're going to have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And, and, and God allows the Christian to go through suffering strategically to perfect 
and cleanse and strengthen and comfort and change and make us representatives of righteousness. If you can't clean yourself up, the Holy Spirit will. Holy Spirit, amen, has a way of cleansing us from the inside out. And, 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 and here in, in Daniel chapter 3, Daniel, we are furnished with a faith while in the fire, that we all have an appointment with some pain. I, I hate to bring this up this morning, but I'm only giving you what God gave me. We, we have an appointment with some pain. But, 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 but there's not a period after pain. There's a comma that the pain leads to a process, process through a power. Amen. And the power comes from a person. That, 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 that as we look at this makeup of these promises and perseverance that leads to perfection. Peter put it this way, 1 Peter chapter 4, I love it. Peter said, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though something strange happened to you. I don't know if you're willing to admit it, I am. There have been some strange phenomena in my saved life. Can I get a witness? When I, when I thought that all was well, hell broke out. When I thought everything was together, it came apart. Can I get a witness? When, when I shouted, then I cried. When I was up, then I went down. In, went out. Can I get a witness? That my life at times was a roller coaster. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? From mountaintop to valley. And the minute I get to a mountaintop, I'm, I'm then given a train ticket to go back into the valley. Isn't that right? Can, back, back into the valley. And the problem between the mountaintop and the valley is that God lets you stay in the valley longer than he lets you stay on the mountaintop. Can I get a witness? In fact, the, the mountaintop experience is there for you and I to get a glance. Oh, Lord have mercy to get to, to get some quiet time with the master so when we go into I'm preaching already in the valley can I get a witness we got a source of power to sustain us yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death here it is I will fear no evil why David for thou art with me his rod, his staff, his hook, his crook, they comfort me. He, he, he prepares a table before me where in the presence of my enemies. I, 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 I'm not dealing with the 23rd Psalm, but God says, you know what? I'm going to call a banquet gathering and I'm going to invite all your enemies. And I'm going to put a table right in front of your enemies and let your enemies see just how... I'm going to let your enemies see just how awesome I am. Can I get a witness? And, and, child, and child of God, it's, it's here that when Peter said, think it's not strange, if you go a little further and look at it, amen, look at the text of 1 Peter chapter 4, if you look at it closely, uh, Peter is saying that when these fiery trials come, 
we ought to expect them. Why are we surprised when hell starts breaking out in our lives? Say, well, you know, I, every time I go to church, something happens. Well, it's, it's going to happen if you stay home. In fact, it might happen quicker at home than it will to church. He says, expect them. But then he says, listen, embrace them. Mm. Rejoice. How do I rejoice over hard times and trials? Easy. Because they're not going to last. And there's a lesson I'm preaching. There's a lesson in the test. Can I get a witness? And, and he says, not only expect them and listen, embrace them, but examine your life through them. Maybe, just maybe, God is trying to get your attention about something that's not happening in your life or something that's happening that should not be happening in your life. So he allows these trials. Expect them. Embrace them, examine yourself through them, and then exalt Christ in it. I've already preached. You can buy the tape. That, that's what Peter said. But Paul says, and be not weary. Don't get tired when trials start hitting you in well-doing. Why? Because in due season, stop. What does due season mean? It means they won't last always. They're on a timetable. Can I get a witness? In due season, you will reap if you faint not. And we know. This is Paul. Paul says, and we, we know. We, we don't know everything, but here's one thing we do know. I, I don't know why God always brings stuff in my life. I don't, I don't know why God hits me, amen, when I'm on my knees. I don't know why God allows Satan to get on my back when I'm trying to do my best. But the one thing I do know, we know that all things are at work. They're working together for the good. And James comes along after Peter and Paul and says, count it. All joy. When you fall into various trials, why, James? Because the fire testing of your faith is much more precious than gold. In other words, if, if you had an option this morning to have gold or faith, you would choose gold, but God would choose faith. Amen. And, and, and so, child of God, all through the Bible, there is this element of suffering in the life of the believer. God is very strategic in this suffering. Here in the book of Daniel, Daniel was a major prophet. Daniel and three of his close teenage friends were snatched, kidnapped from their families in Jerusalem and taken on this first deportation in 606 B.C. to Babylon. They were taken to a strange land, and Daniel's theme is 
his purpose, his prayer, and his prophecy. This Daniel, his friends, their Hebrew names were Hananiah, which means the Lord is gracious. And Hananiah was renamed as Shadrach. And then Azariah or Mishael, who is the Lord, his name was changed to Meshach. Azariah, which is the Lord is my help, his name was changed to Abednego. Daniel, which means God is my judge, his name was changed to Belteshazzar. You can change our names, but you'll never touch our purpose. Do I have a witness? But the Bible says in verse 6 of chapter 1, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not sin against God. Too many church folk are in the compromising stage. Church has become entertainment. Church has become an explosion of emotional activity. Church has become a place for education and civil rights. Yeah, you get quiet all you want. Church has become social clubs, bingo games, buying and selling of food. Yeah, church has become where we exchange business cards, talk about our businesses, our upstarts, our corporate America, amen, indulgences. But church, in its true element, is all about Jesus, the Christ. Can I get a witness? Church, 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 church is where Christ shed his blood. Amen. To redeem a people not worth redeeming. It's a call out people. A people that didn't ask to be saved but were elected to be saved. A people by grace who don't deserve to be saved but are saved anyhow. Do I have a witness up in the house? A people, amen, where God had already predestinated and chosen and elected and placed you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus before the world was created. Do I have a witness? And child child of God, too many people want to compromise the lifestyles of Christianity. Too many, too many of us, too many of us. It's in politics. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yes it is. It's it's, It's all in the wrong place when we are a company of believers and our job is to exalt the name of Jesus Christ. Our job is to take the message of the gospel, the good news to a dying, dark and dying and hell-bound world. You ain't got to say man. Let me look at that clock. Our job is not to be like the world. Our job is to be transformed before the world. Our job is to offer a world that's going to hell an alternative. Can I get a witness? Uh, we are light bearers. We ought to be bearing light. Let your light so shine. Can I get a witness? If the world is cussing, we ought not be cussing with them. If the world's gambling, we ought not be gambling with them. If the world's fornicating, we ought... 
We ought not be fornicating with them. If the world is getting married to the same sex, we ought not get married to the same sex. We are called out. Call out. Here. Daniel is not present. Nebuchadnezzar has erected a 90 foot by nine image statue. This statue in later chapters and throughout the history of Israel talks about four kingdoms that will come prior to the ancient of days, Jesus Christ. The Babylonians, 605 to 536, which represents, is represented by a lion because Babylon was a ferocious kingdom. And then the Medes and the Persians, 539 to 331 under Cyrus. And then the Greeks, Alexander the Great, at 35 years old, almost conquered the whole world. A leopard, 331 to 323, and then that dreaded image of the Roman Empire. Amen. From 300 B.C. on down to 3 B.C. when Jesus Christ would be born in the nick of time, at the right time. Amen. That these, these three Hebrew boys are coming into a context of chapter 3 where Nebuchadnezzar has raised this image and if you look, he has demanded, verses 1 to 10, that verse 5, when you hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, ducima, and all kinds of music, fall down and worship the golden image that the king has set up. I, the question is, what is the world set up? that he wants us to fall down to? Is it pleasure? Is it prosperity? Yeah. Is it passion for the wrong thing? There's always been a compromising aspect to God's people. When they were leaving under Moses, some of them said, we want to go back to Egypt. We miss the leeks and the onions and the melons. But it's here, child of God, that real quickly in this text, there is a resistance to compromise. There's a resistance to fall down by these three Hebrew boys. Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro. I mean, a Bendigo. There, there, there is, HBO, help a brother out, will you? There, there, there is, I'm glad y'all can make noise. But there is something here that I want everybody to see that I don't think you saw before in this text. More than a furnace, more than a stand, more than a conviction. My proposition this morning is I believe God is so awesome and thorough that he gives the believer th 
dynamic powers before we go into suffering that allows us to come out rejoicing. Are y'all with me this morning? Let me long for you. First of all, the first thing I see, verses 1 to 12, is God's light is greater than our heat. Now, I want you to see their resistance because light and heat are interesting components in a crisis. What is light? I'm glad you asked. Light is our sight, insight, foresight. Light is purpose, a person, a promise, a power. In fact, the word light in the Greek, phos, where we get our word phosphorus, means that God places in us, listen, a light source of grace. And as long as I have God's grace, hell cannot have dominion over me. Grace can ward off all my storms. Grace can take me through when I don't want to go through. Grace can make me pray when I don't feel like praying. Grace can keep enemies at bay when I don't feel like fighting. Can I get a witness? Grace. And that's why it's called amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. The moment you think you're not a wretch, you're a double wretch. Can I get a witness? I'm nothing but a wretch undone. I'm nothing but a sinner. I'm nothing, amen, but a, 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 amen. I'm nothing but nothing leads to nothing but God who's rich in mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What, what do you mean by this, this matter of light? Light is a, is a grace. It's also a guidance. It's a goodness. It's a glory while I'm in suffering. And on the other hand, listen, Lord, have mercy. He has to do with my difficulties, my depressions, my defeat. We got some heat in our lives, don't we? I know, I know, I know we want to portray we strong. We're not strong. If the right storm hit you this morning, you would buckle and fall. Can I get a witness? Keep on living. And you know what? The Lord going to show you without him, you ain't going to make it. Can I get a witness? I know you think you're superwoman, superman, batman. I know you think you got it all together. I know you can take any. No, you can't, child of God. The only reason you and I are here this morning and clothed in our right mind is because there is a God that rules in heaven. And he has already dictated that you are more than conquerors through him who loves you. Light. But what kind of light, Lord, did you put in me? David and Paul deals with this light source. David said in Psalm 27, the Lord is my light. Meaning I don't have no light within myself. I'm, 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 I'm full of darkness. But, but, but the Lord, he's my source. He, he is my light and my salvation. He's the one that's going to deliver me. Can I get a witness? Not your mutuals. Not, come on now, not your many multi-faceted degrees, but it's Jesus that's going to pull you out. 
It's Jesus that's going to keep your kids right. It's Jesus that's going to keep your marriage intact. It's Jesus that's going to keep, oh, I'm preaching now, that's going to keep you clothed in your right mind. How do you get on TV all day with a church service and ain't nobody mentioning Jesus? How? I don't understand it. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my heart tower. He's the strength of my life. Have you not known? Have you not heard that power belongs to the Lord? Huh? But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He'll mount you up with wings like eagles. You'll run and not get weary. You'll walk and not faint. Ah. Ah. Moses said, when I go to Pharaoh, who should I say? Send me. Say I am that I am. I am the self-existing God. I am the Alpha and the Omega. Uh, 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 yeah. David, 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 David said in Psalm 119, look, thy word, yeah, gives insight. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word is a light <laughs> unto my pathways. Do I have a witness up? Paul comes uh, about a thousand years later. Paul says that I may know him. Yes, sir. In the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you mean light is knowledge? Absolutely. My people keep perishing for lack of knowledge. What kind of knowledge do you want? I want an intimate knowledge that I may know him. Gnusko, that I may know him. Keep knowing him. Keep learning of him. Keep being assured of him. Keep knowing that he's going to work it out. Keep knowing he's going to give me the victory. Keep knowing he's going to fight Satan. Keep knowing that I may know him. You don't know him because you come to church. You don't know him because you throw $2 in the plate. You don't know him because your grandmother knew him. You got to know him for yourself. You got to know that you know, that you know, that you not preach, that you know, that you know. Uh, 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 when I'm walking through trials, there's a light on the inside. And the light is from the Lord, Sister Hicks. And the light says, be still and know that I'm God. The light says, no weapon 
that's formed against you shall prosper. The light says weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. The light said, I'm the Lord your God. Can I get a witness? I knew you before the foundation of the world. I called you out of your mother's womb. I predestined you. I'm preaching now. Light. And when I have this light, my trials start dissipating. Can I get a witness? I know that my Redeemer liveth. And I know that at my appointed time, he's going to come through and I will come forth like gold. Can I get a witness? Do you have the light? Do you have the light? Do you have the light? These three Hebrew boys, they could resist worshiping the image because they had a light. They purposed. And you can't see the light. People want to walk around, can you see my glow? No, that's Vaseline, baby. You can't, you can't, you can't see the, the light. When, when it says, let your light shine, let the righteous attitudes and works come out. Can I get a witness? Are y'all praying with me this morning? Can I get a witness? And, and see, God strategically placed you on that job with all them devils. So your light could shine. You're talking about, well, I, I, wish I, I wish I could work with all Christians that ain't no need have no light. Light is meant for darkness. Do I have a witness up in the house? You, you need light coming to here on Sunday morning. Everybody in here ain't got light. Can I get a witness? We, we need light in the White House and light in the Capitol and light in the city and light in the mall. We need light. Look at this. When they refused and resisted to fall down and worship the image. Verse 11 says, And whoso falleth not down to worship will be cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And there were Jews, certain Jews, whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province. Don't miss that. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which you have set up. Are you with me? This light source. It's light. Look at the second characteristic. Not only light, but God's love, verses 13, 18, real quick. God's love is greater than our harm. Now, what do you mean by God's love? I'm going to get to that in a minute. See, God's love in us, amen, moves harm from us. Lord, have mercy. He secures us. He supports us. And that's why Paul could say, "My thy, look, thy grace is sufficient. 
Lord have mercy. When I'm weak, then I'm really strong. When I'm nothing, then I'm everything. Can I get a witness? It's, 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 it's in this context that they had God's love engineered on the inside. It came out as a dedication to God. Look at verse, hang, look at verse 16. And, 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 and it said, amen. No, let me go back up to 15 at the end. And when they refused to bow down, he gave them another chance. Verse 12, he said, if you bow down, I'll forget it. Not, I'm going to put you in and I'm going to heat this thing seven times higher. And they did not and would not bow down. Listen, and here's what he said, verse 15. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Lord, have mercy. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, verse 16, answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, now, now listen, there's a connection here. We are not careful to answer thee in this matter. And I used to wonder what that meant. Here's what it means, because it's following verse 15. You ask the question, and who is that God that's going to deliver you out of my hands? And they said, we don't need to answer you on that. God going to answer himself. We, we, we don't have to prove God to you. When God gets finished, he will be proven. Can I get a witness? That, listen to me, child of God, we don't have to prove God to you for us to be delivered. All we got to be, all, listen, all we got to do is be dedicated and we're going to be delivered. Do I have a witness up in the house? And, and it's here, child of God, that when we start talking about this package of love, God gives us a love to let us know that, first of all, the battle is never yours. The battle is the Lord's. Jehoshaphat, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, you know, God said, you need not fight in this battle. Can I get a witness? People want to come and bring battles against you. Every time a battle comes up against you, just fold your arms and smile because it's God's battle. It's not your battle. It's God that's going to win the battle. Can I get a witness? In fact, the battle came up by his design. It was God's design that brought up the battle. Can I get a witness? God says, this battle is mine. It's not your battle. 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 Look at verse 18. But if not, look what he says, verse 17. If it be so, our God, whom we sit in church, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand. Here it is, verse 18, but if not, Whole new doctrine, whole new doctrine, whole new doctrine, whole new doctrine, whole new doctrine. Lord, if you never answer my prayers about my kids, I'm still worshiping you. Lord, if you never fix my marriage, I'm going to shout every Sunday. Lord, if you don't give me a new job, I'm going to still dance up the aisle. 
Lord, 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 if you don't heal my body, I'm going to still have my wave offering. You don't have to do something for me to worship you. You don't have to be something for me to worship you. All I need you to do is be who you are. Your king of kings. Your Lord of lords. My worship is not predicated on your works. My worship is predicated on your worth. You ain't getting that. He's worthy to be praised. If the Lord didn't do another thing for you, he's done enough already. When you woke up this morning, you were clothed in your right mind. Your children can breathe this morning. You got in a car, came to church this morning. Can I get a witness? The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. What kind of love is this? It's an enabling love. An enabling love is God giving us a love that enables us to love in spite of us. An enabling love allows us to love others who are not worth loving. An enabling love, amen, allows us to hold on and hold out. Do I have a witness? See, God's love is an enabling love. Can I get a witness? You can love the unlovable. You can love ugliness. You can love cruelty. You can love unkindness because God gives you an enabling love. Love don't have to get dressed up before you can love it. Can I get a witness? God says I can give you a love to help you to love the most unlovable, unbearable person in the world. Do I have a witness? Can't God do it? Can't God give you a love above all your love, about every other kind of love? Can I get a witness? It's not a reciprocal love. Can I get a witness? It's an agapeo love. It's a sacrificial love. It's a love that's predicated on who he is. Not only an enabling love, but an equipping love. God gives us a love to help equip others. Oh, Lord. Listen, listen, you say, yeah. do you love your wife? Yes. Do you love your husband? Yes. Stop. If you love your wife and love your husband and love your kids, how have you, through your love, equipped them? I'm, I'm not talking about making sure they go to college. The devil can do that. How have you spiritually equipped them? How have you served them? How have you sacrificed for them? If, if my love is predicated on give me, give me, give me, mine, 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 that ain't no love. I'm preaching up in this place now. What have you done to equip somebody else? Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, um, how you feel today? I'm not too good. Okay, I'll, I'll clean, I'll cook. I'll go shopping. 
I'll do whatever you need me to do. With, with see, 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 that kind of love, that's, you know, we want to be recipients, but we don't want to give. I'm preaching up in this place. Though. When's the last time you equipped somebody else and you got nothing out of the deal? Nothing. And if you spiritually equip somebody else and they don't say thank you, it doesn't hurt you. Because you ain't doing it to get a thank you. You doing it to build them up. I'm preaching up in this place. Can I get a witness? So I want every husband in here and I want every wife in here, before you leave the sanctuary, if your mate is here, amen, the mate you married, then I want you to equip them. Oh, it's getting hot up in here this morning. Baby, I see you can't find your teeth. Here's mine. Leave that alone. Look at this. Look at this. Enabling. Equipping. Then there's everlasting love. God says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. What is an everlasting love? It lasts forever. It's not time, conscience. It's not based on what you can do for me and I can do for you. I'm preaching out. It's everlasting. It outlasts time. That's why Paul says, dealing with this love package that we have, for we are more than conquerors through him who what? Loved us. For what shall separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus? And the answer is nothing. It's a love. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a love. You, you, you know, I, I, and I'll be dealing with this when I deal with the family, and I am dealing with the family. Even though the world, the attitude of the Christian family is that marriage is passe. They abstain from meats and marriage in the last days. But when I deal with the family, and I, I want to say this, I got, I got three philosophies about the family. I, I deal with this. Some of this right here that as a parent, when your baby is born probably to age 12, you are a caretaker. Caretaker means you, you, you're doing everything for that child. Feeding them, clothing them, teaching them. Can I get a witness? And then as they become teenagers, you're a coach. Second C, you're trying to coach them into how to live. And then when they get to be young adults in their 20s and 30s, then you become a counselor. The problem in the church, when we ought to be a caretaker, we're trying to be a counselor. And when we ought to be a coach, we're trying to be a caretaker. So we got this thing all messed up. Can I get a witness? You know, and I, you know when, you're, when your child's 30 years old, amen, you ought to be in a counseling stage, not, not a caretaker stage. You'll get that one going home. You, you ought not have no child living in your house at 50 years old. Something's wrong with that picture, Doc. 
Only if it's a girl. Now, if you got a daughter, let her stay there. You got a son, draw up a contract. Can I get a witness? Y'all don't want to hear this, do you? Because, listen, child of God, when you begin to look, I'll give you, you know, be like the eagle. Make, make it so hard, make it so hard in the coaching stage that they breaking their neck to get out. I left home at 17. I couldn't wait. Gone. You understand? Too many rules. How many of you know what I'm talking about the rules? Too many rules. Curfews this time. But I'm, I'm this age, don't care. My house has curfew. <laughs> Nobody goes in the refrigerator after 6 o'clock. Oh, Lord. Leave that one alone. Front door is locked at 11.30. No key fits. Do I have a witness? Oh, y'all don't remember them days. I do. Huh? Thank you, Jesus. Child, child, child of God, he talks about this matter, listen to this, of a love package before you go into storms. That if I know he loves me, storms will not dislodge me. If I know the Lord is for me, storms will not depress me. If I know I got the love of God in my heart, storms is only a trans a temporary transition for me to get to where God wants me to be. Can I get a witness? A a amen. And then finally, look at God's liberty is greater than their heart. 19 to 30, we're going to close on this. I want you to see this. Uh, the Bible says in Galatians 5, 1, Sister H, stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ have made you free. Do you know you're free this morning if you saved? You know you're free this morning if you saved. You're free from hell. You're free from spiritual hurt. Aren't you free? Can't nobody root you. Can't nobody put a spell on you. Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Don't you know you're free? Whom the Son have made free is what? Free indeed. We, we are free from the fire. We are free from the fret. Look at verse 23 as we close. Look at this. Watch this now. Watch this now. Let's go back up. I'm coming in. Verse 20, they cast him into the burning fiery furnace. Why? Because they resisted. Amen. And then, amen, because of God's light, they could resist. Because of God's love, they could refuse. And now, because of God's liberty, hallelujah, they were going to be redeemed. Look what it says. Listen to the language carefully. We'll get out your way. Verse 21. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Metaphorically. Burning fiery furnace denotes your toughest trial. You and I may have had some trials, but there's some tough ones coming up. Can I get a witness? There's some trials that will come up in 20, uh, 2012 that are far greater than 2011. Are you, are you praying with me? And, and, and child of God, look what it says. 
Uh, therefore, because the king's commandment was urged, in verse 22, the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew the men that put them in there, and verse 23, these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in hate and spake and said unto his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? Are you praying with me? And they said, Yes, king, it was three. And he answered and said, But lo, I see four. And they're not bound, they're loose. I, I don't know. I don't know if you heard, see not, but they're no longer bound. They're loosed. There's no longer three. Now it's four. And look at this. They're walking. Uh, you ain't getting this. In the fire. Let me paint the picture. I'm in a fire. I'm, I'm, I'm bowed down and I'm bound and I'm burning. But there's no hurt from my burns. There's no heat singe from the fire. And when Nebuchadnezzar looks back in, he sees me still in the midst of the fire, but I'm loose. And there is someone else in the fire with me. And the Bible says, and he looks like the son of God. Can I get a witness? Don't you know that God has already made you free? You don't have to beg for freedom. You don't have to pray for freedom. You don't have to hope for freedom. You are already free. Can I get a witness? Child of God, and he said, they have no hurt. And they're walking around in the midst of the fire. Satan, whatever you throw at the people of God, it's a joke. It won't hurt us. It won't burn us. It won't devour us. God's going to give us grace to walk in the midst of the suffering. God's going to give us grace to be loose and not bound. God's going to give us a shout in the midst of your worst weapon of destruction. Can I get a witness? Well, when you come up to the New Testament, Jesus gave the woman at the well light. In fact, John said in John chapter 1, in him is life, and that life is the light of men. When Jesus was at the well with the woman, she, she said, you know what? I perceive that you are a prophet. Jesus said, let me give this woman some light. He said, woman, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for water. Can I get a witness? See, that's light. You know why the world is dying dark and going to hell? Because they don't know Jesus. When you know Jesus, you got light. 
Can I get a witness? Then a little later on in John chapter 8, there was a woman caught in the act of adultery. Let's talk about love. He said, woman, where are thine accusers? Have no man accused thee? She said, no man, Lord. He said, neither do I. Go and sin no more. That's love. Love is when you get caught and he lets you go. Love is when you're guilty and he clears the slate. Love, love, love is when you should be in hell, but you're going to heaven. That's love. Can I get a witness? But then there was a woman with an issue of blood, 38 years. She said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. That's liberty. She was free from her blood issue. Lazarus was free from the grave. He had to die so Jesus could raise him from the dead. Can I get a witness? Child of God, when you got light and you got love and you've got liberty in the midst of your fiery furnace, you can walk in the midst of the fire. Can I get a witness? You can shout when you feel like dying. You can have a praise service like Peter, like Paul and Silas, that at midnight they kept on praising the Lord. You got to learn to praise him. You got to learn to praise his name. Lord, thank you for the trouble in my life. Thank you for the trials and tribulations. Thank you for all the hell in my children. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's a worthy God. He's a worshipful God. Say it. Do you have light? Do you have love? Do you have liberty? If you do, walk through the fire. Walk through the hurts. Walk through the harms. Walk, 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 walk. You coming out. You're coming out. It's almost over. Say it. Say it. Say it. Yeah. Let's down off. Light, love, liberty. God's package of protection. As every his boundary eyes closed, if you're here today and you need to be saved, we want you to raise your hand in honesty and say, I want Jesus to save me. He died for your sins, was buried and rose again. Just raise your hand. Is there one? You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. We have five this morning. Or perhaps you want to join a church. Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Come on. Come on, darling. Is there another?
Hallelujah. See, I push down. Hallelujah. Come on. That's it. Hey, brother. That's the Lord. Hallelujah. Is there another? Come on down. Come on down. Step out. Step out. Step out. Balcony, step out. Praise Jesus. Come on down here. Church, say amen. What a mighty God we serve. In the Lord good. In the Lord good. All right, is there another? Are you saved? That's, that's our minister of music. Amen. And his lovely wife. Is there another? Go ahead. Follow me. Thank you. Praise Jesus. Let's be seated. If you're not saved, do not partake of the Holy Communion. Listen, shh, quietly, quietly, quietly. No, nobody's walking, just to stop. The celebration of the Lord's Supper is a very sacred thing. None of us are sinless.